Just a quick note, our philosophy here on Two Teas in a Pod is to present English in its most natural form. What this means is that every now and then one or two uh, bad words might slip through the net. So just a warning that this episode contains a little bit of adult language. Welcome to part two of our special gaming episode. This episode we're going to be talking about video games. We're going to be talking to a video game designer and uh, asking people what their favorite games are. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Video games. Video games. Tim, video games. Love it. Uh, you love video games now, yeah. but you said earlier you didn't play video games so much as a kid. Is that true? Oh no, I did play video games but you a didn't... lot as a kid, but I never had a cons- like a, up, like a, the latest console. We weren't... Yeah. Again, I think my allowed. first console was a PlayStation, the first PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But I never had a console before that. I didn't have like a Sega or mm-hmm. anything else. We had one. We had a Sega Master System, mm-hmm. which was like the, you know, one of the first, I think it was like an 8-bit, like quite basic console. Mm-hmm. But we had that. I think we got that when the Mega Drive was out. So we were always like one generation behind. But the day where we got given the Sega Master System, it was at Christmas. Um, my parents did like a really cool way of showing, of like leading us through the house to the present. They left okay. like a paper trail <laughs> yeah. on the floor from our bedrooms like for us to hunt. follow, like a treasure hunt. <laughs> that led us down to the living room, and then there was this console there, and we'd never had a, a console before. Oh, you must have been how excited were yeah. you? I'm really excited. Were you jumping up and down excited? I was... The thing is, I was really young and my older brother and sister will remember this better than me. I have very hazy memories of it, but we played that console a lot. It was really, really good. Did you play it to death? Played it to death. Well, you're still... You're not dead, so you obviously didn't. Um, Uh, Okay. But we've always had... We've always had computers in our house because my dad's really into computers. Okay. Um... He, I think, I think he bought a computer while my mum was in hospital giving birth to me, I think. <laughs> That's a story that my mum told once. So we had a computer, a BBC Basic computer, which was like a old, old-fashioned old computer. A I BBC think was, computer? Yeah, but it's a different company. It's not BBC oh, as, okay. in the, um, as in the British Broadcasting Corporation. Um, and I think that computer, yeah, was the thing was always, it's the same age as me. And that was one way you, in the past, you used to, you couldn't really buy games. You bought the books of the code of the games. And you coded and it And you copied it all in, line by line. That's what my dad used to do. You go and buy a cool. book of computer games. And then you've got to sit at home and you've got to copy in all the little dots and dashes and things. Line one, line two, line three. I didn't know that, but I know that my dad coded his own game mm-hmm. when he first got a computer. So but it must have been a similar... He just made, must have just read the code and then yeah. did his own game somehow. Yeah. My Very dad cool. used to do that, spend hours coding them, putting them all in and then playing them. And then, so you're playing the game, whatever it is, might be an adventure game or something, and it's all going well, fine. Obviously, the graphics are really basic. And suddenly, this goes, ah, and stops. And it says, error at line 2964. Oh, no because he'd put like a full stop instead of a comma or something. Oh no. So then you've got to go back into the program, find line 2964. So you don't have to write it all out again? No, you okay. just have to go and 
check. Okay, line two nine six four. Okay, it was a should be a comma, not a full stop, and then okay. you can start again. All right. Well, that so. sounds like you know mm-hmm. you can fix it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like that the DIY yeah. video game world. Yeah, yeah. Things are so much simpler then. Exactly. So yeah, I used to play games on the Sega Master System. Um, Any particular games in particular? There was a game played? called Ultima, Ultima 4. There was like a fantasy role-playing game that mm-hmm. we used to play for hours. Um, never completed. That's <laughs> the thing I like about old school games, old-fashioned games, is they were insanely difficult. Yes. I don't like, know if I liked this about them. Um, well, it's kind of like something, something that says a lot about society today, that they have to program the games that are that are completable, that are doable, yeah. that um, people are less willing to, you know, try really, really hard to complete something that difficult. And do the same thing again and again yeah. and again, just to get to the first save yeah. point. <laughs> Some of the games are ridiculously hard. We used to play a game on the BBC called Elite. So it's a game, it's like a space exploration trading game. Mm-hmm. So you're like flying between planets, um, buying stuff in one planet, selling it in another planet. And then you get attacked by space pirates and things on the way. Um, and the idea was to kill, well, to kill enough space pirates to become elite. Become like, because every time you kill someone, you get your, your ranking goes up, you level up a bit. Okay. And then now, like, having done some research now, you had to kill like 100,000 space pirates to get to elite. Or something ridiculous. Spe- and yet it was so called elite. Yeah, to, be, to become elite, which is like the top level. You have to kill like a hundred thousand other ships. So it's like, I used to play it thinking, oh, I used to get to like level two or three thinking, oh yeah, I'm doing really, really well. (laughs) But now looking back, it's like, it would have, I would have been there for, for hours or years and years and years playing that game. Mm. And it's the same with lots of those old fashioned games. Mm. They're just insanely difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I don't think I played anything particularly like that. No. uh, What sort of games did you play? Did you ever play, um... There was one that I remember playing where there was like a never, it was never ending. It was the Muppets and it was like you were in this, it was a Muppet CD-ROM or something and you had to like go into all these mini games and then it was just like you'd never reached the end of it. Like it was just mini game after mini game after mini game after mini game. No, I've never it played that really one. boring. It's just, that just occurred to mind. Anyway, um, what do you play now? This is, now, this is the big question. Now, uh, well, right now, well, I, last week I bought Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. which is the big new You're release. Telling us about that before we start recording. <laughs> Rockstar Games, the people that made Grand Theft Auto and all those games. Which is based in? Based in Scotland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even Ooh, though they make yeah. all these American, these games set in America. Yeah, they actually, Scottish their game offices company. are in mm. Scotland. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> the game's so good they spent eight years making this game and making every little tiny detail of mm-hmm. it ridiculously realistic and the, this big open world game it's like Wild West so you're a cowboy mm-hmm. riding your horse around the Wild West mm-hmm. um, and you can just do so much stuff um, if you want to you can go on killing sprees and kill lots of people and get chased by the sheriff and <laughs> do stuff like that mm-hmm or you can just chill out. Like I spent four hours playing it last night. Um, what did you do? I saved up some money. So I saved up like uh, $150 from like hunting deer and things, right. selling them. 
Then I got a train ticket and got a train into Saint Denis, which is New Orleans, so like turn of the century New Orleans. This and is I just, hilarious. I've just I got the train into I got the New train, Orleans. Yeah, and I just thought I didn't commit any crimes. Just hung out in New Orleans. Just went and like watched some to watch some jazz. Yeah, uh, had a couple of whiskeys in a bar. <laughs> caught caught a vaudeville show. It's like twenty five minute just vaudeville your show. Best virtual life. That's yeah. what you were doing. 25 minute vaudeville show with like three or four different acts like fire breathers and yeah it was great and if you go back and watch the vaudeville show again will it be the same i don't know i've only only watched one maybe hopefully there'll be other ones is there more than one vaudeville theater there are there's two or three i'm not sure i know what vaudeville is like um like a variety show okay so So it's not like it's just people singing comedians and maybe a stripper is that what you mean there's no strippers. There's no strippers. There's a fire breather. There's a guy doing like magic, like catching bullets in his teeth. <laughs> and then there was a singer okay. at the end. So right. Great. And you good. watched all this on this Red Dead Division Watch, too? Watched all that. Then went to the clothes shop, the tailors, got myself a new outfit. <laughs> went and got a haircut. You splashed out. Splashed out. Spent my whole, the whole $150. <laughs> and then went to the really fancy saloon and played poker. Lost right. quite a lot of money because But Tim, you play poker in real life as yeah. well. Do you have to play poker on a. Well, it's good practice for real life. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Are you any good at poker in real life? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Okay. Okay, Are you better. good in the video game world? Uh, I was until I went to this place in New Orleans where they, they're quite high rollers there. It's quite <laughs> expensive to play and I lost quite a lot of money. So then. Oh but the trouble is, I spent. I lost too much money on the poker. I didn't have enough for the train home. Right. So I had so to ride stuck. home on my horse. All right. Where'd you and get then, a horse from? Well, the horse is kept in the stables there. So you, you just, just steal a horse? No, it's just my horse is in the stables there. So it's Oh, the video game world. Anyway. But then on the way home, I tried to steal a stagecoach and got caught by the police and shot and killed. <laughs> 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 so that's all that nice night out. I did end up... And then you died. I did end up dead in a ditch. I like how you <laughs> <laughs> spent an evening... Spending an evening out, but in a virtual way. Yeah. And then died. Yeah. Well, someone left this wagon there and I thought, oh, I'm going to have that. Rode it down the, down the hill, crashed it into a fence. Um, couldn't get it out from behind the fence. Um, and then someone saw me doing that. Oh, me. And then suddenly there were loads of people with shotguns oh, on horses. Mate. Tried to run away. It's funny shot, how they died. know immediately, isn't it? Yeah. They know where you are. Well, on this one, they see you. Like if you get witnessed committing a crime then it's them that go and tell the police. So if you kill the witness, then you're fine. Why don't you kill the witness? Uh, I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so you're Already, enjoying it. Yeah. So just quickly tell me, what's the best game of all time? Best video game of best all time? Best video game of all time is Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> have you not talked about this before? I don't know. I don't think I have. <laughs> Football Manager is the reason that I, always, that I always got B's, not A's. Or... <laughs> Two ones in university, not first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the reason why I've always got one less than the top mark in most of the things oh, I've yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Because I spent, stayed Sometime. up all night winning the Champions League with Exeter City. <laughs> Exeter City is like the local football club from where I'm, I grew up. I once managed, managed to win the Champions League with them and sign Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> um, best, best moment of my life. <laughs> Greatest game. Best greatest moment game. of your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like how you not. knew as well. Like best game of all time, football manager. Best of my life, Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, 
the highs and the lows, the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. I didn't used to like football before I started playing Football Manager. Oh, really? And football Manager got me into football because suddenly I knew lots about football because I knew all the different players. Normally it's the other way around. Football gets yeah. people into, like, mm-hmm. that kind of thing gets people into video games, but you were the other way around. Because, like, introduction to it. Yeah. Because if you don't, I don't know. Um, if you don't I, know anything about football in yeah. school, it's if like, you don't oh, come from like a football watching family, football. it's quite difficult to get into, I think. Yeah. But then if you play football manager, you suddenly know all the great, all the, all the players. So it's yeah. like, all right. Like, oh, you got some chat. Well, Tim, that's, that is interesting. It's not the one, not why I expected you to say in answer to that no. question, but okay. it doesn't surprise me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking to Tash about video games. Hey Tash, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, great. Thanks. Um, so tell us about your favourite video game of all time. My favourite video game, by far, yep. is Monkey Island 1. Nice. Because it's really funny, it's really easy to play, mm-hmm. it's just point and click. It's got a good story, mm-hmm. as would be expected, yeah. because it's Lucas. Yeah. Um, so it's made by who? It's made by George Lucas. Lucas. George Lucas. Well, his, it, Lucas his, Arts. Lucas Arts, his so company. Okay. His company, yeah. Um... It's just, I, it's just so funny. And What's it's the about, story? How does it? So it's about a pirate called Guybrush mm-hmm. Threetwood. Good and, name. Yeah, uh, great, great name. And he's useless. He's to- totally useless pirate. And he has to rescue the princess. It's okay. a classic story. Yeah. She has been kidnapped by LeChuck, who is the <laughs> bad pirate. Yeah, another good name. And they're like zombie pirates. Okay. So it's basically the same story as Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Pirate, but the game came first, but the game was based on the Disney ride, Pirates of the Caribbean. So it's like full uh, circle. Okay. There are some scenes which are basically exactly the same as well. Like, um, you know, when in the movie when Johnny Depp wakes up in the coffin mm-hmm. and he uses a, a leg bone. Yeah of the skeleton mm-hmm. to row. Okay. That happens in the game uh, as well. Okay. So the film took that directly from the game. Nice. But it, that, then, I mean, I think it, that's cool anyway. Yeah. Um, and my, it's, it, it's just really silly. The mm-hmm. whole thing is really silly. My favorite part of it is when you have to do a sword fight. <laughs> do you remember this? I the, think so, yeah. So the sword fight, the way to win it is to have the best comebacks. Okay. So there's a bit where there's I can't remember this, um, but there's a bit where um, you have to you have to fight like the greatest sword fighter who's this woman I can't remember her name, and she says something like, "You fight like a dairy farmer, and you get like a list of uh, comebacks, and the best one to use is that's appropriate because you look like a cow or something something like <laughs> nice. that." Um, and it's really, fu- it's just so funny and silly and, you know, it's not, it's not a serious game by no. any means. It's got really bright colours <laughs> and the point and click thing is, is what I like, is what I like to, to do. Um, mm-hmm. I can't... How does that work then, point and click? Can you explain that? It's literally, <laughs> you point your mouse on like, okay, you press, you, you press walk yeah. <laughs> and then you press where you want to walk mm-hmm. and then you walk there. Okay. So... I can't deal with the new video games. They're just, I know I sound like an old lady, but they're too complicated for me and I get lost and I can't, 
I can't figure out which way I'm supposed to be going, and I just can't mm-hmm. do it. I like okay. I like the the point and click games. I find them very relaxing actually, mm-hmm. and the LucasArts ones are just really funny and well developed as well. Yeah. Okay. Char- good character development. Nice. And if you're interested in Monkey Island, yeah. you can, there's there's a few of them. Yeah. Um, the first one is the best one, but you can also play um, you can also play other LucasArts games like Day of the Tentacle and Maniac mm-hmm. Mansion, which are also very funny. Mm-hmm. You have to pick up things and use yeah. them later. There's you know, a little bit of pub, uh, problem solving as well, no? Yeah, you have to remember yeah. like an object that you have, or you do like solve a yeah. little logic puzzle or something like that. Yeah, no? I tried. Did you ever play Discworld? No, I never played that one. Is that similar? Well, you know, Discworld was um, Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett books, yeah. And I tried playing that because it was really similar. You know, you you're this little wizard and you're a bit useless. And you... Twinned. Yeah, wizard. That, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of things you have to work out, puzzles, and it's point and click as well, but I found them really difficult. I found it really, really difficult to play. It's much harder than, than Monkey Island. Okay. If you've read the book, it might be easier. Yeah. <laughs> I've oh, never okay. read the book. <laughs> okay. So the book's got some secrets or well, I think makes it all a I bit think, more understandable. I think understandable. it's the story. Okay. It's the story, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But yeah, Monkey Island is the best. Brilliant. Can, I think you can play, probably play it online on like an emula- emulator on a website. I'm, I'm sure you can. Website. You can play all of it online. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Brilliant. Well, thanks a lot, Tash. No worries. So, Katie, um, what video games did you used to play when you were a young, a young lass? When I was a young lassie. So my dad also really loved computers. Yeah. Um, and always had, there was always computers in our house. Mm. And I, one of the first games I remember playing was this game, was a, um, a set of educational games called Super Solvers. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, there was one which was set in like a, it was like pixelated, and it was set in a high school, and you had to go through the high school and solving mass, like mass robots, like took over were taking oh, over the high school out you and... it was called Midnight Rescue and they like jumped out at you and you had to solve a maths problem to kill them but I found it too scary and also I don't <laughs> like maths so I didn't play that game very much <laughs> but the one I did play which was called Treasure Mountain and it was like a reading comprehension game so basically you had to make your way to the top of the mountain to get the treasure okay from the evil king I don't, can't remember and you had to like on the way you had to like Basically, bash. You had to catch elves, I think, or something. You had to catch the elves and then answer a comprehension question, as okay. far as I can remember, to make up to the top of a mountain. And then the you could save your game. So then, all the treasure you collected, you had in like a little treasure cave. Ah, okay. So the more elves you catch, the more treasure you get. Yeah. So ah. that was basically it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I played that one a lot. And then um, I remember. Later on, when my dad got um, Command and Conquer, oh, I watched my dad. Yeah. I would watch my dad. I watched my dad play a lot of games. Actually, mm-hmm. I watched him play Doom. Okay, scared the shit out of Doom's me. But you're know, behind his chair watching him play this game. It's a bit like you know how people watch video gamers, like gamers on YouTube. Yeah. Now I just watched my dad play. Mm-hmm. It was really entertaining. I'd just pull up a chair and be like, "Can I watch you?" Yeah. <laughs> Watch him do that. And he'd give her like a little commentary, I guess, of what was happening. But it really scared me. 
and he got me into playing and playing games in general so when we got our first um console which was a playstation Mm. original playstation um we got the game spyro the dragon did you ever play that i never i never had a playstation but i always wanted it oh my god and you know what it was we had them we had them all and we yeah the difficult bits would make our dad play so me and my sister used to play it together take it in turns playing together and then uh, all the difficult parts we'd make dad play and so when it was like a big boss you know dad would be like you know try with the with the controller like trying to beat the boss my sister and i would be like like looking at each other going don't distract him it's really important that he beats this boss and then we'd like kind of <laughs> back slowly out of the room and hide in a cupboard and be like he'll do it this time if we don't distract him and we'd like literally be hiding in a cupboard waiting for dad to beat the boss because <laughs> we didn't want to distract him so that was Spyro. And you know what? Actually, this Christmas, Spyro has been re- remastered mastered and is being re-released. Oh, really? Yeah, original Spyro. I'm oh, going to get it for the PlayStation nice. 4. Oh, I'm so excited. So, nice. uh, yeah, Spyro was one. And then another massive introduction to video- the computer and video game world was The Sims. I remember the mm. first time I saw The Sims was at Amazing. my friend's house. And her sister was playing it. And I remember just looking at it going, what is this magic? It was like a game where you could, there was no objectives. You could do anything you want. It was open world. You could control the characters. You have complete control and you can decorate. It just totally appealed to like all Mm -hmm. of my psyche. There was no monsters. There was no, you know, having to missions. You you couldn't fail. You couldn't fail anything unless you killed them. But that was still part of the fun. Yeah. Something about it really appealed to me. And I remember when we went back to the UK that year and I begged, I begged and begged and begged for my mum and dad to buy it for me because it was ex- expensive, yeah. The Sims 1. Mm-hmm. And we played it, I played it on my granddad's computer and I was so engrossed in it. I still remember the feeling. I remember the feeling of playing it and going, yeah. being so addicted, like, addicted to it. Yeah. And... Um, my grandma was like, I've been playing it for like maybe a good two or three hours. And my grandma said to my dad, it was like, I don't think that Katie should be playing that game quite so much. It doesn't seem very healthy. So they made me stop, even though I knew, even though I knew that my dad has played video games for well longer than that. I was so <laughs> pissed off. And then all, all could do think about it. So I had, had an notebook. intervention. Yeah. So I like wrote, I had a little notebook that I, I'd bought that year and I I wrote down all the storylines I wanted to create so like pre-written out storylines for The Sims 1 I was so obsessed so obsessed Ah, Sims 1 was great I used to play it a lot as well oh listen I I can't I can't tell a lie Mm -hmm. I still play it I've got The Sims Sims 4 oh Sims 4 okay Sims 1 it would be quite interesting to revisit but I had Sims 2 I had all the expansion packs for Sims 2 Sims 3 had quite a few expansion packs and now this year I bought The Sims 4 and it is wonderful Mm. Oh, I love The Sims. I love, love, love The Sims. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what... I think it's to do with the element of control, but also creativity, and yeah. then the ability to do whatever you want, and you can create your own objectives, that you could, and you can create your own thing that you want to mm-hmm. do. And I want to expand the house. I want to get yeah, a new kitchen. Yeah, I want to expand kitchen. the house, or I want to get this achievement, or I want to yeah. have 100 kids, or I want to... whatever. You can do whatever. I want to kill 10 people, like... You can, yeah, there's lots of, there's an element, definitely an element of God, playing God. Yeah, definitely. That really appeals to millions of people, apparently. 
My favorite bit in the first one was just building the house at the start. Oh, so that's still my favorite part. That's great. Even now. Yeah. You can do so much, mm-hmm. especially now. Oh my God, the advances is from Sim 1 to Sim 4 house building. Yeah. You remember in Sims 1, you could just, you could only look at it from four points of view and you yeah. could have either really, really close, like zoom, yeah. medium zoom or far away zoom. Yeah. Like there was no in between. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I think that would frustrate me now a lot. <laughs> Um, so you're still playing Sims 4 now, like yes, something you've carried on. And any other games that you play now? Yeah, so um, um, I I tend to, when I find a game that I like, I tend to stick with it, mm-hmm. i.e. The Sims yeah. or it's like Spyro. I owned yeah. all the Spyro games and I owned all the, the a, big majority, a, li- a large majority of The Sims games. Um, and when I got my first, play, when I got PlayStation... Three, I got a PlayStation 3 for a couple of, quite a few years ago now, for Christmas. Um, it was a bit, I, I, you know, PlayStation at the time, there wasn't really a lot that I felt really appealed to me as a, as a gamer. Yeah. And um, I had seen one of the, one of the people I like, uh, Hank Green, he'd been playing a game called Assassin's Creed. And I thought, well, maybe I'll try that because I'd seen a bit of it online. Mm-hmm. So I looked at some reviews and some like kind of uh, YouTube gamers playing a bit of that. And I kind of thought, well, okay, this seems like a kind of, I don't really like, you know, shoot 'em up games. Mm-hmm. So I thought this seems like a kind of a game where you could, you have a stealth element and you can go around. You don't have to be chasing and going in guns are blazing. You can kill quietly. So I tried Assassin's Creed and I, I loved it. And then mm. I got I got the first three games and uh, completed them quite quite quickly and quite obsessively. And it was sort of turned into me playing them until three o'clock in the morning and then yeah. going to bed and like not being able to sleep because <laughs> it's just so wired. And yeah, I've continued to play them. Uh, so I've, I've got... Uh, I'm currently playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which is based in London. Oh, okay. Which I'm finding really fascinating. Yeah. It's really, it's really, I just love the, they're, they're so well done. Mm. I've so never well played made. any of them, but I've always wanted to. They're really to fantastic. And part back. of the, part of the appeal is the open map aspect mm-hmm. to it. And especially open city map yeah. is really interesting. Like, um, I went to Florence this year yeah. and I think. In real life. Yeah, in real life. <laughs> I think Assassin's Creed 2 or 3, I can't remember. I think Assassin's Creed 2 is um, based in Florence. Yeah. And yeah, it was, there was like the Duomo and stuff. I was, you know, I was there with my parents and I was like, oh, I've been up the top of that. I've climbed that tower. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I've been up there. I've walked all around here. <laughs> I've been across this Ponte Vecchio. Here, yeah, I've already done this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done it all. And you know what? It was better because there was no tourists. <laughs> you know, like all and that I killed of... all those people as yeah. well. Yeah. But um, I think it's quite easy to get immersed, especially if you've been playing a game like quite obsessively for many, many hours. Mm-hmm. You get a bit, I, well, I certainly get a bit like, find it difficult to see the difference to reality and video yeah. virtuality because I remember once I was looking at a scaffolding outside of a building yeah. and thinking, I could climb I could that. climb that. Because that's what you do in the Assassin's Creed. You yeah. climb up, you scale up buildings up beside a scaffolding mm-hmm. and thinking, nearly thinking, should I give it a shot? Give it a go. <laughs> Which is something I would <laughs> never, ever do. I don't have any upper body strength. Stupid. So yeah, I think I need to be careful with that yeah. there. Um, so what would you say is the best game ever? Of oh, the Sims. The it's Sims. gotta be the Sims. Yeah. It has to be the Sims. Mm-hmm. 
and then closely followed by Spyro, and then closely followed by the Assassin's Creed series. That's your top three. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's the only three, really. Mm-hmm. They're my only three. Okay. Get Red <laughs> Forever, Dead Forever Redemption and always. <laughs> Recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, what's next? Who knows? Keep yeah, who vague. knows? Let's keep it vague. <laughs> Keep moving. So I'm here speaking to my friend Lourdes, who's all the way in Madrid. Hi, Lourdes. Hello, Katie. How are you? <laughs> Very good. We've already recorded this interview once, but we're doing it again. Thank you very much for coming on again, even though no one's going to hear what we were talking about before, Lourdes. Just after. The first time was fun, so I guess this one for sure is going to be fun too, so no issues. <laughs> All right, Lourdes, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, of course. Well, I'm a game designer at the company called Gamehouse, so I basically mm-hmm. make games for a living. Mm-hmm. And I, well, we're super focused on doing mobile games mm-hmm. uh, with a strong narrative component. Mm-hmm. Can you, what do you mean by narrative component? It means that we have a um, big part of the game is the story. Mm-hmm. That it has a really, uh, we, everything, um, how does it like that? The story is the basis. We start always from the story and then we develop the game. Okay. So it's not like something like Candy Crush where you're just doing level after level after level, for example. No, for us, we, in every single game we release, we always tell a story. Okay. What kind of what kind of games do you do? They're about cooking, aren't they? Yeah, well, we have uh well, I'm I'm I've been working in um in a series of games called Delicious for all, uh for the last years and they are focused mm-hmm. on cooking. You're uh living the life of this girl who has gone from really starting up her business to getting married, having children and all and having to deal with real life issues while you're cooking and attending people and so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sounds, sounds very nice. Yeah, good. Yeah. And what, is that what you're working on now? Well, I'm working in a, in a new project I can't tell you about. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> secret! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Top secret. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Wow. Well, look forward to hearing about about that when it when it comes out, um, give me six months and I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, can you tell us a bit about how you got into game design? Yeah, sure. Well, I've always been a um, nerd. Sorry, <laughs> like I've always <laughs> loved games, and yeah. I I decided to study computer to study computer science, and I realized that games could be really an an option when I finished my degree, and I thought like, why not studying more game design and game development. Uh, so I started my my master's degree in that. And mm-hmm. as soon as I was done studying, I started working in an indie company and so on. And I realized I was working in video games like Dream Job, yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, you weren't, you weren't always doing game design. You started off game programming, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I started as, as a programmer because of my background, of course. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that as, uh, as I was working on the company, I was every time dedicating more time to the design. Uh, it came mm-hmm. somehow it happened naturally. Like mm-hmm. with the new project, they have more ideas, and I was thinking of more of the systems and uh, different elements of it. 
And mm-hmm. one day I was changing from directly 100% programming to the 100% designing. And, and did you, do you feel like yeah. you get more satisfaction from designing than programming? Well, it's quite different, but I must say that designing for me is super fun because you always need to be thinking of new ideas and how to solve uh, problems. And I guess that mm-hmm. when you study computer science is what you kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean to do. <laughs> so it's, the thing is, it's never a boring, it's not a boring job at all. You always have to deal with different things and mm-hmm. think of different crazy solutions for stuff. So I like it. Yeah, good. It's a really, it is one of those jobs that I think a lot of people would like to do. You know, it sounds like something quite cool. And you're, well, I you're, just can't say that you have to love statistics and things like that because it's, <laughs> I don't know. I know a lot of math. Yeah. Even yes. though there's not very complex math, like things need mm. to work like logically. So if someone mm-hmm. is thinking about, um, dedicating themselves to to their lives to game design think about that <laughs> mm, okay what what would you recommend to young people that would be like like to get into into game design would you say start learning coding now or what would you oh would coding you i will say coding is super useful because you understand what you can do and what you can't Mm-hmm. But you don't need to be a coder in order to be a game designer. I know people who, who come from philosophy or uh, art, and they they just switch to game design. But mm-hmm. I really recommend to read a lot of books about it. There are several good mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. and and also to try to um, watch documentaries about the industry. And if they like playing games, try to understand them how they play them. Which kind mm-hmm. of breaks the magic, but it's super useful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll probably imagine that would be a bit like, you know, studying a book that you love and then realizing that it's really awful to study the book, but you've broken the magic of the book. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Okay, that's good advice. And my last question to you, Lourdes, is probably the most difficult one. What is your favorite video game? Well, that's really a hard one because I have like a lot of games that I love. But mm-hmm. I'll say that there is like this special series in my life that I have like thousands of things of it. Like I'm mm-hmm. kind of nerd of that. That is The Legend of mm-hmm. Zelda. Mm-hmm. And if I have to go for one of those ga- of the games from the series, I of course will say Ocarina of Time because I think it's mm-hmm. one of the games that made me want to say I want to make games. Oh, really? Is it, when, did, yeah. when was that released? Uh, well, it was released in 1998 from okay. the Nintendo 64. Okay. And, and what, what in particular re- about that game makes you want to become a video a designer? I think that now if you play it, you probably won't feel like that because you have all these open world games. But in yeah. that moment, you could like feel the freedom of going through the whole kingdom, riding a horse, doing whatever you want with a lot of, a lot of side quests, traveling mm-hmm. through time. Like, it has a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> hmm. Is it like uh, is it like the typical Zelda game? Was it like, what was the design of it? Was it, like, pixelated, like Game Boy or whatever? No, I, I mean... Really obvious, yeah. how little I know about games. <laughs> the, the, original, the original one was, like, the original ones were like that, but this one wasn't one of the first 3D games you would say, like, whoa. 
that must yeah, have been no, a bit mind yeah, you know, when you see graphics and you see them now and you're like, oh my God, this is a world. But by the moment it was like, wow. Yeah, quite mind-blowing. And then yeah. have you played um, the, the latest Zelda game, Breath of the, Breath yeah. of the Wild, is that what it's called? Yeah, I did. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? For me, it, bring, it brought back a little this feeling again, which for me was yeah. kind of magical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, again, when you have, well, I'll say that I really recommend people to play it because it, it gives you this feeling of freedom again in this, uh, like you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want mm-hmm. and solve things in different ways. And that's something mm-hmm. really nice. I know that Tim has played it and really enjoyed it. I might have to steal his Xbox, his, what is it called? What is it on Nintendo Switch? Switch. Might have yeah, to steal that. you know. Nintendo games tend to be exclusive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe he'll lend it to me. You never know. <laughs> well, you know, you have the excuse that the Switch is a console. Uh, it's a portable console, so. Can you see yourself ever designing a game a bit like Zelda? Can you? Can you see yourself designing a game a bit like Zelda ever <laughs> in the future? Uh, oh, wow. I, I definitely would love that. Uh, um, but I don't think it's a game that you're... It's only designed by one, by one person, you know. Like mm-hmm. it requires a huge group of people. But definitely, mm-hmm. I would love to work in a project like that. Yeah, I think it would be quite. That would be quite a cool thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right, Lourdes, Thank, thank you so much for speaking to me today. Um, it was lovely to do it again, twice. And uh, yeah, it was completely then... different from the other one. <laughs> completely different they'll never know they'll never know what the other one was like and uh come back on in six months when uh when you when you can talk about your new project yeah promise i will <laughs> thanks very much thank you we're on a mission to avoid repetition with five ways to say five ways to say so uh Five ways to say this week are all different types of video games, or different types of games, I suppose. Video games. Video games. Video different games. types of video games. Okay, so uh, the first one that we can talk about is actually one we didn't mention, which was uh, platform games. Mm-hmm. For example, you just said um, Mario. Mario. So all the Mario games, or Sonic the Hedgehog, mm. that type of game where you're jumping from uh, platform to platform, it's moving around. It's like 2D, around. isn't it? Yeah, they can now be... Like the three D Mario game games now are considered to be platformers as well. Oh really? So that kind of like cartoony um jumping around kind of game nice. is a platformer game. Have you bought uh Mario World Super Mario Odyssey? Odyssey, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I got it I got it for my sister and mm-hmm. I've played it more than her, I think. Yeah. Uh, really, really love that one. So that's okay, that's platform games. All right. Uh, and another one is Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Sonic the Hedgehog, right? yeah. Well, yeah. And and others, please feel free to comment if you can think of any other platform games. Uh, another type of game is stealth games. Mm. So I would say something like Assassin's Creed is a stealth game, where the, you can play it uh, without going in and killing everyone. You can you can go around and try and be subtle and quiet. Mm-hmm. Lots of games have a like a level or two where you have to do mm. have to use stealth. So yeah. being very quiet killing people very quietly maybe <laughs> or not killing them at all mm-hmm. or in all the zelda games there's at least one level where you have to 
sneak around and not be not be yes. seen by so the enemies to stealth and i would say it's the, the noun but sneak around is, is stealth mm-hmm. a noun yes. <laughs> yes english teacher uh, and sneak around is a verb yeah. so there you go to that's a good around. verb. sneak around mm-hmm. so yeah so that's stealth games and then we also have open world games mm-hmm. for example Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2, or something like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, the new Zelda. What's the one that everyone was playing? Sky Driver? Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. Skydriver. That's what I nearly said. <laughs> Skyrim. Skyrim. Okay. They are, they're becoming more and more popular now because of the new technologies and new mm-hmm. consoles can... Mm-hmm. They can create these amazing worlds that you can explore. So you can go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. With yeah, the amazing. Open world. I, I love that. I particularly love them. Yeah, me I love too. that you can control the order in which you do yeah. the thing. Um, again, I think it's all about control with me. It's all about control. You're a control freak. I'm a control freak. And then strategy games, uh, mm-hmm. which I think I know as something like Command and Conquer, yeah. when you're kind of, you are kind of raised above the map and then you're controlling a group of people yeah. to go and do a certain group of things that's what's called real-time strategy games oh real-time strategy conquer game. because it's like in real time it's like passing okay and so it, what's an what's is another strategy yeah game like turn-based strategy games like civilization where it's like you take your turn and the others take their turn oh okay or you've got real-time strategy games where it's just you it's basically moving. one okay so what time. about um something like Oh my god! What was it called? What's the one where you have to? You're. It's like this. It's by. It's the same company that do The Sims, but it's that you control the city. Sim City. Sim City. What's that? Is that a strategy game? That's a real time strategy. That's game. a real time strategy. This is game. happening. Like time is passing. You cannot like. Um, pause. Well, you can pause it, but yeah. Okay. I'm learning lots as well. <laughs> Tim knows more than me about video games. Uh, so we also have like what I called earlier shoot 'em up games. Shoot them up shoot them up mm-hmm. big con- uh, contracted form of that shoot them uh, up shoot them up games but is they're also called well first or second person shooters i suppose yeah first person shooters or fps fps and that's when you just see your hands walking around like that yeah what like that this is a podcast you can't see what i'm doing <laughs> i've got my two hands in front of my face <laughs> katie is miming having two guns in her hands <laughs> Like that, and then what is second person? Or is it third person shooter where you're, third you're person behind? Is like behind the shoulder. You're behind yeah. the shoulder, or like you're mm-hmm. just you're following your character. So you can around. see the back of your character's head. I much prefer that because yeah. then it's like I'm removed from the action. Yeah. I'm a bit scared okay. of shooting and guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it. Yeah, first person shooter, shoot 'em up games, strategy games, open world games, or we could even say open map games, stealth games, and platform games. Yeah, mm-hmm. which are your favourites? Yes. Send leave us, a leave us a comment. What do you like? I like uh, strategy games. I like shooters. I like platform games. I like most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm stealth and open map. I think that's yeah. open world games for me. <laughs> We're on a mission to avoid repetition with five ways to say. Well, that was good, wasn't it? That too? was great. It's great fun. <laughs> great. Can you tell that we're obsessed with video games? Do you think? Well, I think we've we got a lot, lot to, to say, say about yeah. it in games in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. everyone plays games. Yeah. Even people that just play an app on their phone, they're still yeah. gamers. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You see hundreds of people on hundreds. the metros. 
it used to be such a stigma to play games, yeah. but now it's like you have a you have a computer that you carry around in your pocket and you play a game on. Yeah. If even if you play Candy Crush, you, you're you're a gamer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I think there's a lot you know with the advent of new technology and you know social media and stuff and and YouTube, it's become less of a stigma to become a gamer and also less of a stigma to be a woman playing games. Yeah. Though I still think it's kind of seen as a bit weird. Well, yeah, I think so. And women get lots of abuse online and things. Yeah, I think it's pretty horrible, pretty toxic. But things are changing. Things are changing. Yeah, going in the right direction. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, did you enjoy today's episode? I loved it. Yeah, me too. I really had a good time. It's been really fun. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. (laughs) Have a good uh, day, week, night, whenever you listen to this. It's nearly Christmas. Can you hear the sleigh bells? Thank you very much for listening to today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a comment on all of the social medias available. We'd like to thank our sound producer, Ben Ward, and Mark Wilding for doing the artwork and our branding, which looks great. We'd also like to thank Lisa Marie Court, Berenice Ray, Vicky Milena, and myself, (laughs) thanking myself, for the jingles, and Tim Worry as being my co-presenter. And me, Katie Wright, the other co-presenter. Thank you to all of the guests that appeared on our show today and we hope that you tune in next time for another episode of Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two Teas in a Pod.